All right. Hello. This episode, we're going to talk about marketing and how it affects your business. Um, and I'm going to base this on experience and also base it on things that I've seen in the wholesale business dealing with retailers. So let's. there's going to be two aspects to marketing. The first thing is a website. All right. If you're not in the event business, if you're in the retail business where you're selling to consumers, you must have a website. That is an absolute necessity. <coughs> we, uh, our website accounts for 40% of our business right now. The, of course, you know, the better the website, the more money you spend. But in the beginning, you don't have to start out as detail. But there's a lot of companies out there that offer floral websites. I say a lot. I mean, there's more than one or probably, you know, less than 10. But my suggestion is if you can't afford to spend the money to start. Well, let me rephrase that. Do not do your own website. Do not hire a company that's not that doesn't understand flowers and florist to do a website for you. You're just going to be wasting your money and spinning your wheels. There's companies out there that'll do a website for you where you can add your own arrangements. There's companies out there that will have pre pre-made pictures for you. Now, do they take a percentage of your business? Yes, um, but in the long run, you know, if you if if you don't have to pay for a website and they say I'll take two dollars and fifty cents of every order, ten percent of every order, um, you got to weigh everything and go, is it worth it? Um, but your customers. You know, if 40% of our business right now is the website, I mean, you think about that. You, you've got to have a good website. And you're, you can look at your competition's websites, and you'll find that, you know, like as an example, there's wire services that offer websites. And they do all the, the marketing for you when it calls to SEO and pay-per-click, pay which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about organic and all that other stuff too. But they, they will do all that for you. And I mean, we have in my city, we have small floors. And when I say small floors, probably floors doing less than a million dollars that get listed really high because their website is run by national wire services or big companies. And these, these guys know how to market the website. So again, do not do your own website. Don't hire a company that doesn't know about how to do a flower website and but definitely make sure you do a website okay item number two marketing all right so so the industry standards for marketing is a percentage of inventory sales if you remember in the last podcast i told you you should base all your percentage on the inventory sales not gross sales so it's work done on the design bench a, a good number for marketing expense and again this is this isn't going to encompass a website, you know, anything you pay for advertising, whether it be on the website or if you, you know, if you do any mailings or any of that kind of stuff. If you do email marketing, which again, that's an important thing. We'll talk about that in a second. But marketing is anywhere from, let's say, 4% to 8%. Now, I will tell you that when you get 8% or higher, you're probably spending a lot of money on pay-per-click. And we'll talk about that in a second. But when you get your website, it's really important. Every single customer, you need to capture their email. You need to make sure that they're getting an email confirmation on their order. They're getting a delivery confirmation on their order. 
And then there's a marketing aspect to that. And you can use one of the marketing companies to set up your marketing. And, you know, sending, you know, they used to say, oh, if you send too many emails, they're going to dump you. Well, people aren't like that anymore. If you send one a week, it's no big deal. But the thing is, it's, it's offering them what you have. So you're not like, you know, as long as you send them an email and says, hey, I'm doing this this week, don't just send them an email and go, hey, we got great flowers, buy from me. That doesn't work. You got to have an offering each time, something that's exciting. Um, we do um, something, you know, every Friday. So we call it Flowers Friday. So we just send a little email out that says, hey, don't forget Flowers Friday. This is what we're offering, you know, so that people know. Um, we don't have a lot of people dump us. So you just have to make sure that you keep it engaging is what the word is. You know, and like I say, don't just send out something that's please buy flowers from me or the best in town or any of that stuff because then they'll dump you. Let's talk about organic listings. There's two types of listings. And, of course, we know, we know the main thing is Google. Or there's Yelp out there. There's some other play- things out there that people search for. There's organic listings and there's paid listings. And when you're looking at, if you, if you type in, uh, let's say, uh, appliance stores <coughs> in your area, the first listings you see up top will be listings that people paid for the word appliance store. And then below that will be any stores that are appliance stores that have a website. Now, your organic listing should be there, provided your website has a lot of of what we you know, data. It has good stuff that people that that the computers can see. I guess is the word for it. And again, if you have a company that creates a website for you, a floral related company, they'll take care of all that for you. So your organic listing will be your organic listing. You know, the more I guess the more business and the more people that visit it, the better it'll get. Um, you can't expect yourself to be number one in the organic listings. Um, we're not. Um, it just depends, you know, on how how the spiders are reading everything they call it. So, but you have an organic listing. Then you have a pay per click listing. You can decide whether to pay per click. And the way pay per click works is it's based on phrases or words. So if you say florist in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, you could pay for that. And in the case of Google, they're going to say, if you want to be the first person listed in Florist in Birmingham, you're going to pay me $2, pay Google $2.50 every time somebody clicks on that. Now, remember, that doesn't mean you're going to get an order. If they click on it and go to your website, you're charged $2.50. So what happens is you need to be careful because there are national companies that are bidding and all that stuff. And, you know, they they made a comment. I heard a comment one time. They spend $30 capturing a customer, $30. But the key is they spend next to nothing sending email marketing out to them afterwards. So remember that. So you have to decide. You definitely want to pay for your name because people are unscrupulous. They will... Take your flower shop name or your florist name, and they will pay to have that a click, and then people won't pay attention. I mean, we had a customer the other day call and yell at us and go, "This isn't what I ordered. You guys always do good work." Da 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 da. We couldn't find our order, and then finally, you know, 
somebody said, can you send us the email confirmation? And it was from a national company. And she didn't even know it. So, you know, make sure that you at least pay for your name. It's not going to cost you that much. And then you can decide what other ones you want to do if you want to do any of them. This is where it gets into the percentages of, you know, six to eight, even more percent of marketing expense is if, if you're spending a ton of money on pay-per-click, depending on, you know, how many cities you want to list or whatever. Funeral homes. You can list funeral homes. Uh, flowers delivered to Joe, so-and-so hospital. So, you know, you kind of have to decide. You know, my recommendation is, you know, get the website and start out slow and just kind of look at one thing. And then what's going to happen is you're going to look at what's called return on investment. So this has to do with how much money you spend on the website, on the pay-per-click, and how many orders you get. And again, a good website company can track that for you. And then there's specifics on what's a good return on investment. And that's, that's how you want to do that. Direct mail. Let's go, let's go away from the website for a second. I mean, we've tried direct mail at Christmas time, and, and other, we've kind of gotten away from it. We did do another one this Christmas time, but we did it specifically because we opened a new location or moved a location, and we just wanted everybody to know about it because not everybody, you know, Googles your shop. So how do we get out? How do we get to other people? We kind of decided, okay, well, let's do a little bit of, of email, of, of, of a direct mail piece. And again, if you decide to do direct mail, um, the post office has a program to where they they contract with printers, and the printers will print it, and then the the post office will deliver it, and it's a discounted rate for your packages. Now, I would tell you, you know, you think, oh, like if you notice your magazines and stuff, they call what's called partial post or third class. I would not recommend doing third class because it ha gives the post office up to two weeks to, to deliver it to your door. So if you think about it, you're really timing your piece. So at Christmas time, we wanted our pieces to be there the first week of December. Well, if you're sending it third class and you go, well, it could take up to two weeks, I'm going to mail it out November 15th. Well, then sometimes they get it November 20th. And then they just throw it away because it's too, it's, it's too early. So pay the little extra pennies and or whatever to get it sent first class. But again, because the post office works with a printer, they'll group it by zip codes, they'll group it by um, carrier routes, and it won't cost you as much. Um, I would only recommend again doing direct mail if you're trying to build, um, you're trying to reach clientele. The other nice thing about that is it doesn't have to be your customers. Uh, this the way this process works, you can pick a carrier route. So if you have a neighborhood behind you or near you and you know there's these really nice houses in one little section, you can mail just to that one carrier route. And when I say carrier route, it's one mailman. Like he delivers to one, you know, whatever he does in a day, you can say, "Hey, I'm going to just I'm just going to do a direct mailing piece to that carrier route." Um, let's talk a little bit about there used to be a lot about trade agreements and trade, like like you you get a radio station that says, hey, we'll give you free advertising in return. Will you trade us with flowers? Um, that's not a bad deal. Um, I would tell you that you need to really keep it to a minimum. Um, I wouldn't go out there and do five different ones. I'd only do one. I'd do it for a little bit of money, and then I'd see what people say about you. 
remember when you're taking an order, it's really important also to have make sure your 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 people or the or the website. Well, the website will tell you where they got it from, but but your people ask them how they found you. How do you how did you hear about us? Because let's say you do a trade with a, a radio station, and for six months, not a single person said, "Well, I heard you on the radio." So you know, you, I wouldn't do a lot of trade. Um, in the beginning, it's probably okay. Depends on the size of your town. I wouldn't spend a lot of money though. So kind of keep that in mind too. Uh, finally, newspaper advertising. The newspaper, even though there's a lot online now, I will tell you that you have to pay for a subscription to be online. Um, unfortunately, you know, phone books and newspaper, in my opinion, it's not worth the investment. So keep that. Make sure you're, when we talk about other advertising, think about, um, signage. Okay. Your sign is a form of advertising. So make sure your sign's nice. You know, you don't necessarily have to have it lit. I mean, again, you can, you can have companies out there that will, that will do really nice signs that aren't lit. And maybe you can just put a spotlight on it. It just doesn't matter. Just make sure it's really nice. The same thing with your delivery vehicles. You're driving down the road all day long. Make sure your phone number's on there. Make sure your website address is on there. Um, remember, for a website, um, if you got if you have a good name, you know, make sure that you're you're paying. You're going to pay for that name, and make sure you you know every three years or five years or whatever. Make sure when the, when it comes up, make sure you pay for it. So you don't lose that name. It's hard right now, and there's a lot of companies out there that send you emails and go, hey, would you like to buy this name? I own it. Well, that's BS. You know, like, that's great, but, you know, most of the time they're not worth doing. Uh, we used to pay for, you know, every single funeral home name. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. Um, I don't think it is. Um, you could maybe just put, you know, maybe you, maybe you did a, a pay-per-click for funeral homes in your city. So there's some options there too. Um, I think that pretty much includes marketing. Let me t let me talk to you a little bit about something else. Social media, okay. Ten years ago, uh, who knows about social media? Now, um, it's called engaging your customers, and social media is important. If you don't have the time, you know, you got to have Facebook, Twitter, every all that stuff. If you don't have time to do it, find some young high school or college kid that'll work you know, 10 hours a week and do that for you. But you've got to engage your customers with social media. And when I say social media, you, you can take pictures of pretty arrangements that you make and post about how, you know, look at these beautiful flowers. This is what we're getting in. You, but your, your customers are going to be intrigued. And that's what you have to think about. How do I get them to open a post, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, that intrigues them? Again, this is a different type form of advertising. This is not a a form to where you're trying to sell something. Keep that in mind. You don't 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 use it as a form for that. You're using it to engage your customers and with interesting things. Also, if you do something nice for the community or you're donating flowers, or you're doing all that, you're you shouldn't post about it. You know, you can get somebody else to do it for you and then you can tag them, but but you cannot do it yourself. Again, it looks bad if you say, hey, look at us, da-da-da-da-da. Don't do that. Um, I think that's about it on marketing for now. Um, I will see you next time. Thanks.